Ew. Hey, everybody. Meteorologist Ed Russo here. Of course, you're listening to it. It's Raining Mets. And, yeah, it's uh, another exciting uh, edition. Tom Russell alongside. It's good to catch up with you, my friend. Yeah, these are. this is the most exciting. It, it, it's Raining Mets because it's shortly before our winter weather outlook is released. Well, I think we should just talk about it. I, I think we should uh, talk about what we're talking about. Why don't we just talk about summer weather? What's going to happen? <laughs> no. It's not the season. That's not what people want to hear. So yeah. it yeah. is the most anticipated outlook. Like when yes. you look at like across the country, you know, uh, places that see snow every winter. Right. Okay. People, stations all across the board uh, heavily promote their winter weather outlook because that's like, it's such a bottom line question. How much snow are we going to get? Because obviously right. winter weather impacts everybody. Yeah. And sometimes in a big way. So that's what everybody well, wants to know. Yeah. And and uh it's it could be actually an interesting year or season. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Well, let's start with that because you were uh putting together a couple of things for our special. Uh and so it's an El Nino year. And for folks who uh, aren't really familiar with that, the last two have been La Nina years and they've been uh, past three, right? Past three, you're right. Yeah, yeah. triple, triple La Nina, uh, and they've been lame and no winter really. And now we have a chance for winter to make a comeback. So El Nino's in place, and then you talked about what we call the NAO. Explain that. Yeah, so the the NAO is basically a pattern that locks cold air in place in the in the northeast United States. In the Northeast, so, right? Yeah. So usually when we when we have our big snow events in the Northeast. Um, there's usually some form of uh, what we call a negative NAO. So the negative phase, you have in the negative phase and the positive phase of the North Atlantic Oscillation. And in the negative phase of the North Atlantic Oscillation, the polar jet stream is oriented in such a way where it buckles over the eastern US and basically a bunch of cold air just sits over the area and has nowhere to go. Right. Um, and when you combine a negative NAO pattern with an El Nino pattern in the winter that historically screams. It's a huge, huge winter storm signal for the Eastern United States as far South as the mid Atlantic. Yeah. That's so cool. that's why we're leaning toward a more active winter. However, caveat says that the El Nino is not your typical strong El Nino, at least not yet. So that puts a little hesitation, right? Yeah. So we're thinking, um, that's certainly going to be when we say a normal year or a close to normal year in terms of snowfall, uh -huh. that's saying a lot because remember the last two years were just duds. duds. We had six, 5.9 inches last year. That's it. Yeah. And the year before that was what? Was it even less? Yeah, it was even less. I think it was less than that. So we haven't had winter in two years. And then you and I pulled out the stat that we haven't had a six inch snowfall, something over six inches since February 1st, 2021. Yeah. So, so we're, we're going on three years for that. That's almost three years. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's, that's pretty startling um, statistic there. So it's really not saying much when we're talking about a near normal season, but a near normal season is way, way more active than um, well, especially compared to where we've been. So it's going to feel 
A, colder, B, more snowy. Now, I'm a little cautious when I say more active because, um, you know, everybody goes snow, 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 snow. But as we know here in central PA, when we say more active, that can mean mixed bag storms where they start as snow and as rain, start as rain and as snow, you get some ice in there. So at first, I think people are going to be a little disappointed that once again, they're not just straight out snowstorms. Right. And remember, it can vary greatly across central PA. You know, Quarryville, Lancaster County, which I deem is probably the mildest spot uh-huh. in the viewing area, all the way up to the ridges north of Lewistown, which surpassed oh, sure. 400 feet. Um, you know, Quarryville could be raining, southern Lancaster County, and, you know, the ridges of of uh, north of Lewistown and Mifflin County could be seeing a raging snowstorm. So yeah. it's not, you know what do most people see? Like when we put a forecast together, you know, oftentimes we try to figure out, well, what is, what are most people going to be seeing? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of it were, you know, definitely kind of the mixed bag type type scenarios, but other spots that normally see snow during those events, all snow, Uh uh, we're talking like extreme Northwestern portions of the viewing area, but you know, it's not highly populated. So most, yeah. So early on, we think we're going to get into these mixed bag storms, but I I see them a little more frequent. So people are thinking, hmm, okay, something's happening here. And then you were thinking as the winter goes on, as the cold gets a little colder and the setup gets a little more positive, uh, then we could see a decent snowfall. So you're thinking more like January, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's not to say. So I actually, you know, and I think we're both on the same page here. Well, we will. We're 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 expecting cold shots every now and then through the new year. Um, All in all, I'm still banking on a mild December. Right. But you could still have a very mild December. We're talking about, you know, several degrees above average. Um, But but we also agree there's some cold shots in there. Right, Uh, right. And all you need is the timing to be right to get. If if you have a short-lived cold spell that combines with some uh jet stream energy i mean you could still get a snow event in a month that's still mild and i I, you know i i've been looking back almost every single um el nino season that we've had we've always had some sort of accumulating snow in december so i would be willing to bet there's going to be a small stretch in december where we everything comes together just right and we see a snow event. I mean, it, it could just be a, a light one, just a couple of inches, but you know, we saw one last year in a Lenin yeah. year, three days before yeah. Christmas. So, and I think of the likelihood of that is even more likely this year, considering we're, we're in an El Nino pattern. So I'd be willing to right. bet we are going to get some pre-Christmas snow when I, I don't know. Well, Although, it may be a little earlier in the month uh, if all sure. these things play out. And uh, as we record this and we're staring at Thanksgiving, there's a decent little storm right before Thanksgiving uh-huh. uh, that's going to be more New England than it is for us. But it shows that the pattern is there, right? Right. And I think the week after around December 1st looks more intriguing to me. And we have had several events that I remember over the past 20 years that have happened in early December. Yeah. Even, yeah. Even- so it's not unusual. Right, uh-huh. even plowable snow. Um, but uh, it's it certainly, you know, over the past decade, our Decembers have been very, very, very consistently mild. Right. So with those uh, situations going on, you're talking about early December. Uh, define plowable. Is that three inches or more? I, I consider plowable six inches or more. 
Yeah, I was going to say it depends because three inches can really lock things down sometimes. But I'd say plowable is more like six. I would agree with you there. Yeah, yeah, de definitely, definitely. I mean, but that's my definition. You know, everybody has their own definition. You know, in, in Miami, plowable snow is is a flake. So <laughs> that's true. Okay, so now the one thing where you and I disagree on is total snowfall. So average for uh, Central PA for Harrisburg is thirty inches for the season. Okay, that's December, yeah. January, February, uh, and sometimes into March. Uh, so I say 25 inches for the season. So slightly below average. What say you, Ed Russo? I, I'm so I I actually originally uh this this could start into a huge uh mess. Just fight. answer the question. My yeah, gosh. I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> I think right around 30, you know, uh Harrisburg's at 29 inches on average for the season. I think it's 29.1 or something. That's the average snowfall. Right. It's right around 30. I yeah. guess the you know, and I and I was originally on board with 25, and, you know, 25 to 30, but I'm not going to backpedal here. I did tell you yesterday, you know, I think I, I would be safer going 30. And the reason why is just a, a, every El Nino year, that, yeah. especially with that pattern as it is now, we've always been at or above average. And and I'm really going by the uh, the snowfall totals in Philly. Because I looked, I was, I was looking. Yeah, that's at, the thing you sent me. And Philly was way up for... Uh... It was. It was. And it was. And sometimes in, in in El Nino years, when you get big coastal storms, sometimes Philadelphia is snowier because we're too far west. Right. right. That's a good point. Um, so, but yeah, I, I do feel like I think it's safe to definitely go at least our average because it's it's it does seem like during El Nino years where at least we we at least get this the average amount of snow that we get in, in any given year. So I was having trouble stomaching for a little bit. So that's <laughs> well, when I was starting to kind of reevaluate things. Right. And and one of the things that changed your mind, we should explain this. Is the other thing we look at when Ed says El Nino years, he goes back. Uh, we go back and we look at what we call an analog. So uh, a similar winter with a similar setup. Uh, with a fairly strong, uh, you know, moderate El Nino. And then um, what happened in that year? So the analog that you keep coming back to is 2009, 2010, right? 2002, 2003. Uh, was a, yeah, there was a year during the 60s. The 60s were actually a really snowy decade. You know, um, yes. I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll come back to that. But um, yeah, so I was just thinking it seems like a lot of these analog years were, were, were at least average sometimes uh, well above average in, in some cases. So I guess I didn't see anything wrong at the time with going right around 30 inches. Average, yeah. you, you're still pretty headstrong on keeping it slightly below. It just takes so much to, for us to get decent snow. So in weather, we always talk about the trend is your friend. And I know this year is different, but I think it's going to take a while to get going. So um, you know, moisture wise, you'd be like looking at a storm set up going, oh yeah, we're going to get three inches. But the reality is, you know, it starts as rain or it ends as rain and you only get an inch and a half. So I, I hate to be the skeptic here, but for us to get an event that is all snow, I think is going to be tough here in the early goings of the winter. Well, yeah, no, I agree. I would agree with that. I think mostly our best chance for an all snow event would be into like late January, February. Right. Right. But 
we had a pretty strong El Nino in 97, 98. Was it 97? Well, 98 like 90. was the the biggie biggie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 our winner our winner that year was a dud. We get <laughs> I I I mean we got probably I think we got a little little bit more than the winner from two years ago, but it was low. So El Nino doesn't obviously this doesn't guarantee snow, but it's a signal. It's a signal. So when we're talking right. about um when we see a strong signal for the for a winter storm, we're not necessarily seeing a model showing a winter storm. What we're seeing is the pattern seems to be coming into place to make it more likely. Right. So we're seeing right. signals. And right. you know, we're very confident. I'd say 95% confidence that we're going to have a, a snowier winter than what we saw last year and the year before. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah. All right. So more active, uh, more snow. Uh, temperature wise, we're, uh, we're saying at average, maybe a little bit above, uh, one of the things you and I talked about was the cold never really settles in. We have our cold shots, but it never really settles in. So we're looking more average temperature wise, which yeah, to last yeah. Year is cold, right? And when I say, when I say, like, when I, when I think of cold settling in, I'm thinking about a week or more of straight right low average temperatures where um you know you could still be cool you know you could get a nice snowstorm and the snow could hang around for for a couple of weeks because temperatures aren't in the 50s but um when you're talking about low 30s and 20s for highs for a week or more that's cold that's cold and we're not anticipating that at least right. a, a week or more stretch to hang around i i remember 2002 2003 the blizzard of 2003 you probably remember that tom president's day yep a president's day snowstorm i remember we had a cold pattern in place and it was snowless it was snowless yeah nothing was happening for almost two weeks two three weeks maybe and at the end of the pattern is when we got our big snow event right when the pattern was starting to change yep about a week even a week after that snowstorm it was still cold and below normal um and I, I think the snow started to melt a week beyond after it fell after president's day but it was we had a really long cold stretch there and we finally started to see the fl pattern flip mm -hmm. when we got that big snowstorm and, and and oftentimes when you see a major snow event around here it's always on the cusp of a pattern change. of a change yep that's a really yeah. good point and that one was two feet of snow so that was uh really impressive yeah that yeah that day. was uh, three. All right. So uh, as we kind of put a bow on this, uh, more active, uh, decent snowfall, but in my opinion, slightly below average and temperature wise average. But the caveat there is we've been so mild the last two years that average is going to feel cold to us. Yeah. And I think people are people have gotten used to these snowless winters. I mean, I'm sure people have sold their snowblowers. They got, <laughs> yeah, the expectation has changed a little bit. So this might, uh, I, I keep saying, I think we're we're kind of due for an old fashioned winter, and yeah. it might be a kind of a shock to the system for some folks. Do you like to shovel? Like, I'm you know, talking. I don't mind. I don't mind, but I did. I, 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 back. I, I enjoy it. I, I hurt my back since the last time, and I was the kind of person that, like, ah, I don't feel like starting up the snowblower. I'll just shovel it. But now getting older like me, man, I might be uh, avoiding the the shoveling part. Yeah, I do. You don't like I, it? No, I, I love shoveling. It's a great. Yeah, I think it's now. great exercise. It, it is a great exercise. And count on CBS 21 to have a story 
if we get a heavy snow event. where do you put the snow how do you put it away safely what if you don't have a snow blower old-fashioned way here's how to keep your back oriented in the perfectly right upright position i know how to do it i call ed russo and he comes to my house and shovels my snow that's yeah <laughs> that's how i do it hello nice is this thing ride. on <laughs> yeah <laughs> Give a nice hey listen uh, we got to wrap this thing up but uh thanks for all your insight on uh on the on the winter stuff I, i'm excited about it, to be honest with you i'm due for for some i winter. know it's just been such a non-event over the past right. years so right. we'll see thanks, where bro. all right tom sounds good great to catch up with you thanks